The following presentation was recorded live at the River Worship Center in Warsaw, Indiana. We now join the message already in progress. Bless you watching. That we want to we want to welcome you tonight at Wednesday night Bible study. Those may be listening on the airlines here close to us. We 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 pray that you're watching that you would make it your choice. Here here we are the last Wednesday, the last Bible teaching of 2020. We started 2020 in the Word, and we're ending in 2020 with the Word. Amen? And we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're watching. We're glad that this is all part of, our, part of the, the plan of God, that we would, we would uh, be able to minister to you live today. That those of you who make it your choice tonight on this, on this cold day here in northern Indiana, but our hearts are warm. Our hearts are are pressing on towards the mark. That we're we're praying for you and believing in, in the Lord for you. That you would make it your choice to be here. And, and we're having an expectation. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna invite you right now that you've been watching. You're welcome to come here to the river. There there's some that we don't know if you're watching or not. And would you would you would you give us a like or would you let us know where you're listening from so we may pray for you if you have a, a prayer request. And um, so we're we're hoping that uh, that you would uh, be blessed as Jesus calling. We hope. Can you hear me now? So tonight we're in the Word. We want to be in the Word. Amen. We want to be in the Word constantly. And in these days, let me tell you, you need to be in your Word. Amen. I may not have started 2020 as strong as some would like, but let me tell you, I'm finishing 2020 stronger than I've ever been in the Word. I've uh, I've been on vacation, if you will, from from my occupation, but my calling has the ozone, the uh, the the O2, the nitrous kicked in here in the last couple of weeks. And you know, in in the scriptures tonight, we're going to start off, and if you can open up your Bibles in the teaching tonight, in Philippians chapter four. Chapter 3, verse 14. And we don't have it on the screen. Everyone here, you've got your Bibles. And I pray you you listening would open up your Bibles tonight and be blessed. You from the north, you from the south, you from the out west, you from the east. Maybe you are on the other side of the world, but wherever you're at, that you'd, you would have your Bible. Because let me tell you, this word you need to have hidden on your heart. I'd highly recommend if you don't have a Bible that you get a Bible. Let us help you get a Bible. I wouldn't count on digital devices anymore to have your Bible. I would have the true word. The, the digital devices, it's being manipulated. There's no guarantee your digital device will even turn on. This is always on. All you have to do is open it. It doesn't belong in the back of your dash. It doesn't belong on your shelf. It belongs with you. And those of us that are serving the Lord, it goes with us when we go to church. Amen. I see every one of you has got your Bibles. Amen. I even see I even see the young man over there has got his Bible. That's what we're that's what we're all about here at the river. Amen. Amen. Training a child in the way they should go so that when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Amen. Amen. So what's the word say? It says, I press toward the goal. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, if 2020 showed you anything, we started off this year with a 2020 vision. Let me tell you, there's some things that happened this year that 
challenged us to stay committed to the goal. There's people that came and left. There's people that made a magic prayer, said the magic words, and trouble came and off they went. There's decisions each one of us had to make this year. Sometimes I failed. Sometimes I think I did all right. And the question is today, you listening, the decisions you're making today, are they in line with the goal? Because in 2020, we were challenged. It was a tough year for some. There's challenges that I face. There's challenges that you face. There's challenges you watching. There's things. But let me tell you, just because it goes to 2021 does not mean, poof, everything's going to go away and everything's going to be perfect in your life. And I've heard so many people say, I can't wait till 2020 ends. Guess what? You're still going to face challenges in 2021. You're still going to have to be in this word. You're still going to have to make choices and decisions. Let me just get real and shepherd some people broadcasting. That, that your, your falseness of wanting to say poof magically that everything disappears because a time clicks one second. It ain't going to get it. We're still going to face trials and tribulations. Right? It's about where's your faith? Where, where are we pressing towards the goal? I want to encourage all of you tonight, and, and because I'm encouraged in the Word today, and this week I've been in the, I've been in the Word a lot, and my, my wife can testify to that, that you know, we need to be committed towards the goal. I was inspired recently by a movie, Pressing On Towards the Goal. What's your goal? Because... When you know what your goal is, what your calling is, you will be on point to stay in line with it. And if you think of that, you'll have to make decisions. Is, was it good for me not to be in church today? Or was it good for me to go ahead and get out and be in church today? Is it, is it good for me? Is it in line with the goal that I stay home on Sunday mornings? Is it good for me to forsake the assembling of myself? Is that part of the goal? Is that part of the continued work of God when we stay home? No. Is, does, does staying home and not getting our word, does that challenge us to walk in the narrow way? You see, we've got to make decisions. And I'm, I'm hoping when I teach tonight that I will be able to convince you guys and maybe some of our listeners, and encourage them to say, listen, if you're going to be claiming you're a Christian, no matter what a year brings, you're going to go through adversity, and there's going to be trials that's going to test, are we in line with the goal? Are we, are we in line with that? Are we pressing? Because, listen, you and I are going to have to press. Or maybe you had to press in 2020. You know, I, I, I hope there isn't, I, I hope there would be none here, but in other churches and other people in the land, a lot of people didn't keep pressing when they hit adversity. They gave up. Amen? How about you? I want to put my name there. Corey, press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Toward the goal. Amen? I want to encourage you tonight that we keep pressing on. 
I want to I want to encourage those that are listening that have made it their choice to not be in church that they would make it their choice to get in church. Amen. Amen. How about you all? Aren't you glad that you you came tonight? That you're you were you made it your choice to get in the Word of God? Because let me tell you, it's important that we continue to fellowship together. There's a lot of people that went through 2020 and they and they have decided to separate themselves from the flock. That doesn't press on towards the goal. Right? So I want to encourage each one of us. And we're going to read in the scripture tonight because we were talking on Sunday about love. But there's some things that we got to understand. Yes, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But how about us? What are we doing to show our love for God? You and I have made a choice as disciples. We've disciplined ourselves. And we say, listen, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Even when adversity comes, I'm going to serve the Lord. If I had to walk to church, I'm going to serve the Lord. Right? And I want to encourage some people because 2021, they're going to have to make choices just like they made in 2020. A whole bunch of people come, a whole bunch of people go. But I'm glad for each one of you, and I'm glad for you watching, because I want to encourage you to get in the Word and, and grow, because that's what we're about, is growing towards the goal. And on Sunday, we were in, in 1 John a lot. So let's talk about the Word of God that's in line with the goal, and the Word of God's going to show us those that are not on the right path. In love, we're going to show that. We're going to show, because, because if you don't learn from history, you might find yourself making the same mistakes over and over. To do the same thing over and over again and expecting something different is what? Insanity, right? So in the Word, let's, let's look at this. In 1 John chapter 4, we were talking on Sunday as we're teaching tonight. It says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, a lot of preaching loves to get a shouting, jumping. Let's get everybody fired up. I, I've been in services where if I just raise my voice and use this verse and everybody gets on board, greater is he that's in me. I got it. Well, let me tell you what. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. He who is in you is greater than he is in the world. Let me tell you, adversity will challenge that. When you're under pressure, and you have struggles, and you have storms, and you have things going on, let me tell you, what's inside of you will shine forth. Yeah. That's all right, leave me up here all by myself. When the pressures of work get to you, yeah. when the storms hit... What comes out of you is going to show what's been in you. The heart's going to be exposed. When, when one thing happens in our life, do we give God praise still through the storms? Do we stand strong? I, I'm going to tell you, through, through the storms and through the seasons of 2020, I, I just need to give credit where credit's due, and that's our pastor showed us the right way to handle things and how to do things. God bless you, pastor, because you were a rock to us following your lead through 2020 because... None of us have ever seen such a thing. Right? 
I've never been through such a thing in 2020 and may not even navigate it right, but praise God we had someone to help steer the ship, to help get us settled when things were bumpy in this spring in 2020. When each one of us went through certain things, and we're like, well, I've never done this, and God's got this. Message after message after message, God was pouring out into, into pastor and in the ministry team, and each one of us encouraged one another to get through 20. That's why we tell people not to forsake the assembling of oneself. That's why we tell people if they're going to start ministering outside the church and they're going to start having Bible studies, don't do it on Wednesday nights. Get fed in the house of God. It's good that you're having Bible studies, but get fed from your pastor. Get, fret, get fed from the Holy Spirit, and then take it out. Don't forsake yourselves on Sunday mornings. Don't forsake yourselves on Sunday nights. Don't forsake assembling on Wednesday nights. Right? You've got to be fed in the house. God has placed the members where it pleases him. So we're called to be in his house and get fed and then go out and minister to those around us making disciples. Amen? You can't give away what you don't have. Amen? Amen? And there's too many people I see there. God bless them, but you've got to get fed. You've got to get fed in the house and get the true word because in these storms that we hit, we're going to find out who's greater. Listen, I, I've, I've been ministering for many years and I'm still being molded and shaped and I still need fed and there's pastors around the land I'm hearing time after time do not have accountability partners. Praise God, we have accountability partners and we are, we are, we are fed. Each one of us, we're just men. Each one of us ministers need to sometimes just sit and be fed and absorb the word of God. Hello? It, it, and, and too many times I hear just pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. You know what that does? It'll make each one of us weary. Sometimes we've got to get refueled. I've seen the mightiest men and the mightiest women of God that are so well-versed and, and more knowledgeable than I am about the Word of God, but yet don't allow time to just absorb and regenerate. And what I've heard Pastor Glenn say, Literally, reset sometimes. In 2020, I had to do multiple resets. Praise God for strong pastors where I can just get fed. Amen, church? We got through this year because of that, Pastor. Thank you. Because we hadn't been through it. But we did it together. Amen? Is He greater in you? In the storms, we're going to find out. When the pressure is insurmountable, you're going to find out what's inside you. When people are under pressure, you can see what comes out. And it starts right here. What are we speaking? What are we saying? Are we giving God the glory? Amen? When you go through things in 2020, are, you know, I don't know if I started this at the beginning of the broadcast or, or not, where I was talking to some people, but... Are you ready for 2020 just to be end and 2021 to be the best thing ever? And forget 2020? Well, the question I would have is, yeah, it's been a rough year, but what about all the things God brought us through in 2020? Amen? What about that? What about, you know, things could be a lot worse. 
you know, praise God, I didn't miss a meal unless I was fasting or just wasn't hungry. Praise God, all my needs were met this year. Praise God that my bills were paid this year. Praise God. My, my family's healthy. Praise God. Right? I've got a job. Praise God. You've got a job. Praise God. Right? You see, if we lose that connection and we get our eyes focused on all the bad things, you'll, you'll be like me to say, whew, I just can't wait 2020. I'm done with 2020. I'm never, you know what? You find yourself not being thankful for what God has done. That's not a good idea. I'm, I'm going to try to teach that as loving as I can because I'm hearing so many people, you hear people talking about it and they're like, well, listen, we've had bad years before. And here's the thing. Each one of us have had different years that we should be able to sympathize and empathize with others when they go through trials because we go through it together. Here at the river, I found that out. When one goes through something, we're all going through something. So if you have a need, let us know. Amen? But it's important that we not forget that God has been with us the whole time. Don't forget that he woke you up every day. There's, there's air in your lungs. Amen? So we're going to go in the Word, and we're going to, we've been talking about love. I want to help, help teach tonight as I'm moving through this. and I'm starting kind of slow, but I'm, I'm, wanting, to, I'm wanting to move into this carefully because I'm, I'm, I understand that any one of us and all of us, including myself, have went through some tough times. But we cannot be like the people of the past that forget who brought them through the storms. Amen. Amen. Because if you get a hold of this tonight, then it will help propel you into 2021. Amen. So go with me into Psalm 78. Those of you watching online, God bless you. I, I hope there's hundreds watching tonight because I want to encourage you to have a, a reset for 2021. I want some people to, to get in the house of the Lord and, and be set free. Amen. Verse 1 says, are, are you there? Psalm, Psalm 78, verse 1. It says, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open up my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their, from their children, telling to the generation to come and the praise of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He has done. Let me tell you, 2020 might have been very tough for a lot of people, but there's been some marvelous and wonderful things that we've done. He's, done, he's protected us when we may not have even realized it. Amen? You don't even know how many times he may have adverted an accident and you didn't, you didn't have to go through something. You know, a lot of people don't, they don't minister like this. They don't hear this because they think they have to go through something to give God credit. Well, what about all the things he protected us from? He, we didn't lose paychecks. We didn't lose jobs. We, we have the breath in our lungs. The, you know, the, the vehicles that he, that he kept from us, the angels that protect us that we prayed. We pray every morning, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. How many times did he protect us from the weapons 
that would come. How many times did he, we, 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 we call those things, they're not as if they were. We assign angels all around us as we drive before we go. How many times did the Lord intervene and you don't even know it yet? But you will someday. Your life will be played back and he'll show you where he was here and where he was there and where he was there. Telling the generation to come to praise the Lord. I talked about on Sunday morning about before we opened any gifts and did anything, we talked about the true meaning of Christmas. And in this generation to come, we're losing that, America. It's become this gift buying, shopping, lights, frenzy. And Jesus is being taken out of everything. But Christians, I hope that we have been supercharged on telling someone about Jesus. I'm telling the next generation the true meaning of Jesus. Because we've got to be careful. Have you not noticed that the many generations after us are further and further away from the Lord? It's not good. In the old days, you heard everybody's going to church. The young days, they're saying, well, why should we even go? I, I want to make sure that I'm leaving a legacy. Amen? And I'll show you this in just a second. He says, For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, the children who would be born, that they might arise and declare to them their children, that they may set their hope in God. Listen, it's awesome to see when God moves from generation to generation. Pastor's grandfather ministered to the man that I followed that led me to the Lord. That legacy continues from his grandfather to his dad to his kids to the grandkids. I'm blessed because of the legacy of one generation telling another about the Lord. My hope now is in, it says that they may set their hope in God. Mighty men and women of God, we need to continue to tell each generation so that they may set their hope in God. Because in 2020, a lot of people didn't have their hope in God. They left God hanging. I, I rely on stimulus checks, and I rely on this, and I rely on that. And let me tell you, your hope can only be found in Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I be so bold and remind America, world, everyone watching, you can't count on these things. These things can disappear. We found out in 2020. Our eyes have been perfected. It's almost like the scales came off. We've all had cataract surgery in 2020 that says, listen, get the scales off because it's fleeting. Amen. You put your trust in riches. You put your trust in things. You put your hope in things. You put your hope in jobs. How's that working out for everyone? Put your hope in Jesus Christ. Put your hope in God, God the Son, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. In 2020, we saw it. We saw the idols get crashing down like this. God removed the idols. Oh, but we keep trying to pick them up, don't we? 
Anything to appease us instead of coming to church. Anything to appease us instead of coming to this Word. Marriages go, go faint and marriages go through tough times. What do they do? Don't go here. Where's their hope? But let me tell you, I am so thankful that generation after generation, they, they, they pressed on towards the goal. They were like the baton runners. Generation after generation, say here, run your race. Another, another one, here, run your race. And we're going to help each other run the race together. You know, that's what the family of God should be all about. That's what the river of family church is all about, is helping you run your race. So you don't have to go alone. And guess what? My family has been affected because of it. My son is hearing the word of God far greater than I ever heard for over 25 years of my life because some men of God followed the call and stayed on point. Man, generation after generation after generation because a man said yes to the Lord. Isn't it time to put your faith in Jesus Christ? Before all the family units fall apart, it's time to put your hope in Jesus Christ. There's still time, you know. We talked about on Sunday, while there's still breath, there's hope. That every that the generation to come might know them. The generations to come are getting thinner and thinner because they're going further and further away from the Lord. It's time to raise up a generation. Amen? And look what it says. That they might set their hope in God and, oh, one of my great words I love, and so little but so powerful, and not forget the works of God. There's too many people that have forgotten the works of God in 2020. I want to remind them of how good God was this year, even in the struggles, even in the storms. He says, but keep his commandments. Verse 8 says, and may not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. Any of you know people like that? A generation that did not set its heart aright and those and whose spirit was not faithful to God. Listen, I don't want to be that person. I don't I don't. If, if 2020 has taught us anything, and that is to, to get even more committed to God and to draw closer to Him because He wants you to draw closer to Him. Amen? I don't want to be like those of the past. We're new creation. Amen? Too many people in 2020 have, have still not woke up and smelled the coffee. In a year like 2020, we still find people that outside the church, we still find people that won't put, they say, I'm a believer, but won't come to church. I trust God, but I won't come to church. I, I'm a Christian, but I won't read this Bible. I won't pick it up. I won't set aside time. You see, 2020 has shown the distinction of those that serve the Lord and those that do not. 
praise God, I encourage each one of you that you've made your commitment to serve the Lord this year. Amen? God bless you. Look at verse 9 says, The children of Ephraim, being armed out and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. Oh, boy, did we see this in 2020. So many people started out 2020 wanting to get right with God, wanting to get back in church. But as soon as there was a little resistance, turn back. It's time to get back in. Because I've, if I've said anything from this pulpit is, is that just because you get saved doesn't mean it's peaches and cream. There's going to be battles. There was battles in 2020. There's going to be battles in 2021. You know, the cool thing about it is I recently learned battles always help you. And that, that may mess with a few of you, but, I, but I, I've been praying about this, that, that battles will propel you upward and onward because some battles you fight and some battles you're supposed to give to the Lord. So when you learn certain battles you're supposed to give to the Lord, you're still elevating. You're still being promoted because you're learning to give it to God and not try to do it for yourself. Mm. Isn't that awesome? God's getting ready to use some of you in a mighty, mighty way because you, you're not having to repeat. <laughs> You've learned your lessons. You're not having to retake the test. So in 2021, some of you have been elevated. To your next, there's promotion coming in 2021 because you're not having to retake the tests. <laughs> but some, I'm afraid they may have to retake some tests. It says they did not keep the covenant of God. They refused to walk in his way and forgot his works and his wonders that he had shown them. Listen, let's not forget what he has shown us in 2020. Let's not be people like this that are not faithful. Let's not be people that are stubborn and rebellious. Let's be people that don't turn back in the day of battle. Let us be people that, that, that keep the covenant. Let us be people that not forget his works. Let us, let us not be people that, that will just put God aside. Let's be people that remember his wonders and what he's shown them. We've had a wonderful year of God showing signs, wonders, miracles, yes. blessings. Yes. Amen? Amen? Come on, church. I know, it was, I know it was a challenging year, but God has been there through it with us. We didn't go alone, and we're not going to go through 2021 alone either. Amen. He says in verse 12, Marvelous things he did in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. Marvelous things God has done this year. Look at this. Let's see if you can relate to this. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the water stand up like a heap. In the daytime also he led them with the cloud, and all the night with the light of fire. Did God move some things for you this year? When things got tough, did he not make a way for you to walk through? Did he not provide a light? Did he not provide a, sh a shadow of comfort? Did he not provide the light onto your path so that your feet may be walking? Did he not open up doors for you in this year? Hello? 
Did he not make a way when it didn't seem like there was a way? You're, you're between a, a water and a, and a tough spot, a rock and a tough spot, and God opened it up for you so that you could walk clearly. Some of us had some major obstacles this year. <laughs> and God, and we, let's not forget what he's done. Too many people come, come to God, he does great and marvelous things, and they turn back and they forget. Let us not be those people. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink in abundance like the depths. He also brought streams out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. How many of us had dry seasons this year? Didn't look like there was a way. It was dry. It was tough. It was desert. And then the Lord provides a drink. So here you go, son. Here you go. Here's how, how many people did we give water to at the cookout this year? They were dry and thirsty, and we gave them a drink of water. So here, God bless you. God provided. God provided comfort in their dark time. I wish they would come back and see the Lord work some more in their life. Hmm. But verse 17 says, but they sinned even more against Him. Hmm. God has been on our side doing great and marvelous works Providing for us water, providing us a way, helping us out in our tough spots. And yet, some have sinned even more against Him. Let us not be those people. Verse 17 shows the hearts of men. It says, but they sinned even more against Him by rebelling against the Most High in the wilderness. And they tested God in their heart. How many times did we talk about in 2020 about creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew me in that steadfast spirit. They tested God in their heart by asking for the food of their fancy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't go there. I'll get there, but not yet. Verse 19, yes, they spoke against God. Let me tell you, some people don't understand that when you speak against God's anointing, you're speaking against God. When you're speaking against the church, you're speaking against God. When you're putting people down in God's anointed ones, you're speaking against God. You need to repent and turn. Ask for forgiveness. Because you've rebelled against the Most High God. You've sinned and you don't even realize you've sinned. Yes, they spoke against God. They said, can God prepare a table in the wilderness? How many of us worried this year? Things got a little tough. I know I questioned some things I shouldn't have and I've had to repent. I said, Lord, you, you had this all along. Why did I worry? Why did, why did I worry about this? These people just said, can God prepare a table? Can he do this thing? Can he really make a way in the wilderness in our tough times? Yeah, he did. He did. But some of us had to have our faith tested a little bit. Some of us had to go through some things and get stirred up. Amen? And get in the Word and get in prayer. He says, Behold, he struck the rock so that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. 
Can he give bread also? Can he provide meat for his people? Yeah, he did. He's still doing it. Therefore the Lord heard this and was furious. Now that's not good. So a fire was kindled against Jacob and the anger also came up against Israel. And look what it says. But they did not believe in God. How is it that God is doing so many awesome, miraculous, wonderful things and people still don't turn to him? Isn't it sad? You would think in a year like 2020, you would think that every church in the nation would be full, that people would repent and turn, that if they would learn 2 Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, would turn from their wicked ways. Where are they at? Where are you at? Right? What's it promise? That God would heal this land? We still haven't learned it, have we? I pray that all of us listening, you have, because you know where you had to go to this year. You know you know you had to turn to the Lord in the time of need. You knew to pray and fast because only some things come out through prayer and fasting. They did not believe in God. It's, it's amazing to me how God provides jobs and homes and places and healing, and they still do not believe in God. America, you better wake up. And it says, and did not trust in his salvation. Isn't that sad? Yet he commanded the clouds above and opened the doors of heaven, had rained down manna on them to eat, and gave them of the bread of heaven. Men ate angels' food. He sent them food to the full. Verse 26, he caused an east wind to blow in the heavens and by his power, somebody say his power. power. He brought in the south wind. Listen, by his power, he did awesome things this year and he's going to continue to because why? Because we're faithful. We know whom we have served. We know whom we have believed in. Amen? Amen. He also rained meat on them like the dust, feathered fowl like the sand of the seas, and he let them fall in the midst of their camp all around their dwellings. So they ate and were filled, for he gave them their own desire. Verse 30. They were not deprived of their craving, but while their food was still in their mouths, the wrath of God came against them. You know, this kind of challenges those people that say God is love. God just, God just allows everything to happen. No, he's a just, righteous, and jealous God. You can't just take one facet of God and make that a doctrine. There's consequences for our decisions. These people, God provided for them, and they didn't wake up and smell the coffee. And I pray that any people listening would wake up and smell the coffee. Because the Lord has provided this year and we don't want to be like these people and continue to live in sin and continue to do those things and be unthankful and ungrateful to God. Can I get an amen? Amen. He rained down meat on them like the dust, feathered fowl like the sand of the seas, and he let them fall in the midst of their camp all around their dwellings. So they ate and were filled, for he gave them their, their own desire. They were not deprived 
of their craving, but while their food was still in their mouths, the wrath of God came against them. Listen, you're putting your trust in men, you're putting your trust in, in your jobs, you're putting your, putting your faith and your trust in the stimulus check that's coming. You need to put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's only a band-aid. That's not real provision. That's not, that's, not, that's not doing it right. And slew the stoutest of them and struck down the choice men of Israel. In spite of this, what's it say? They still sinned. Are you kidding me? And did not believe in his wondrous works. I know this is none of you, right? I know this is none of us because we do believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We do believe in His wonderful works. Therefore, their days He consumed in futility and their years in fear. When He slew them, verse 34, then they sought Him. And they returned and sought earnestly for God. I pray that that would be some people around us. I know there's been tough times, but if chaos takes it, if it if it takes chaos to get them on their knees before God and repent and turn, then so be it. I don't want to see anybody go through hard times, but you know what? It was in the hardest of times that I got my mind right. I got my heart right. And I began to be thankful for what God has done. I didn't repeat history. You see, we need to teach some people that if you don't learn from this, you'll continue to go down this road in 2021. You'll go through stuff. You'll find yourself not learning the basic principles that I've tried to teach ever since I started ministering. And that's be thankful. If God can get, if, if, if you can get anything from this message, if you can be a vessel that would be thankful to the Lord, because the devil would love to do nothing less than just take that away from you and pull that from you and say, oh, 2021, don't be thankful for nothing and put all your hope that 2021 is just going to be perfect. You've got to put your hope set in God and watch things turn. I don't want to see anybody go through heartache, but it sure seems like that a lot of people have to keep taking the test. I've tried to minister to so many people. Pastor, you've been ministering to people. We tell them, we, we try to tell them that just because you give your heart to the Lord doesn't mean it's going to be peaches and cream and pizza and ice cream at night. There's going to be times where you're going to come under attack. There's things we're going to have to do and to stay strong and be thankful, but be watching for what God is doing. Don't, don't repeat history like these people did that kept on sinning and didn't recognize the marvelous works of God. You see, God showed his love for us that he gave. But we need to remember what kind of love we're supposed to have for him. And I'm going to show you in just a minute as, as I close with that. It says, when, they, when he slew them, then they sought him. And they returned. We wonder why people go through hard times sometimes. They keep going through adversity after adversity. adversity. It's like, listen, turn to God. He'll show you great and mighty things. Amen? How many of you have had God show you great and mighty things this year? Amen. When it didn't seem like there was a way, He made a way. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And they returned and sought earnestly for God. Let me tell you, you're welcome here at the river. Amen. I pray that you would be 
the end of these people, it says, and they returned and sought earnestly for God. Listen, your life can be different. I'm living proof of it. I've said it, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. If he can make a way in the desert, if he can get you out of a rock in a hard spot, if he can, if he can provide a home for you, if he can provide a, a job for you, if he can provide food for you, even if it's not the food you like every day, but at least it's food. Earnestly seek God. It says, then they remembered that God was their rock. Let us not forget that God is our rock. Amen. And the most high God, their redeemer. The Bible says that the redeemed, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. This church should be full. How about you watching? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let your voice speak in this dark world. The Bible says, let your light shine before men. Why? So that your Father in heaven may be glorified. It's time to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care how dark it gets. Let it get dark. Let the times get tough. Because I know whom I believed. I am, I am that one that says, I know it's been passed down from generation to generation. It says that they may set their hope in God. Let politics have its way. Let things happen. But my hope and my foundation is in Jesus Christ. My hope is in God. He's made a way when people were losing their minds in 2020. But for this house, there was no lack in this house. Amen? Amen. There was no lack here for those that have made it their choice to serve the Lord. For those that have declared and drawn a line in the sand. Have you drawn a line in the sand? Isn't it time that you draw a line in the sand that says, for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord? The Bible says, if it seems undesirable to you. How is it possible that God moves and moves and moves and moves, and yet I still know people right now, they've had jobs this year, they've not missed meals, they've got roofs over their heads, and yet they still do not turn to the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. I know this doesn't sound like much teaching, but I'm trying to teach. But it's time for the wake-up call. You and I and these people had to get a wake-up call to remember that God was their rock, not the shifting sands. In the storms, you're going to find out who's built their house on the sand and who's built their house on the rock. And he is our rock, church. If he got us through 2020, if you've learned anything in 2020 and your eyes have been opened, you should know that he can get you through 2021. Take that into 2021. If you've learned anything and your eyes have been open, go, if he can get us through 2020, he can surely take us clear to the end. <laughs> ah. I may not be preaching this as much as it was given to me, but I'll tell you, when you get a hold of this and you understand that some of the things you and I went through this year was simply to test us and let your faith be tested that you may grow and you may be elevated you may be promoted your faith may grow you had to exercise some things this year amen some of you had to get on your knees before god and said listen i don't know how we're going to get through this but we're going to trust in you 
I'm going to cast all my cares onto you for you care for me. I'm going to, I'm going to pray every morning a hedge of protection around my home, around my neighborhood. I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe and trust in you. When everybody else is losing their job, I'm going to have a job. No weapon formed against me and my house, my neighbors, my church family. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Let me tell you, there's benefits of being in this house. <laughs> you know why? Because there's some pastors and some ministers in here that have planted themselves those stakes hard in the ground. And they said, let the storm hit. Let it hit. Because I know that my tent's going to hold. I know that the stakes are going to hold. I know that my hope may be set in God. Set. Set. Not wavering. It's set. If 2020's taught me anything, it's taught me to put my faith more and more in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You see, the love of God can't just be spoken. You can get excited. We can sit here that we can we can preach the roof off this place and say say you know you know my God can do all things I can do all things through Christ we can get all spiritually excited but it's through the storms and the tests is where you really grow it's where when your faith is challenged you really grow and you become mighty men and women of God because anyone can say something but watch the actions right here church the actions, they, they spoke the word, but their actions lined up with what they spoke. I can't say that all in 2020. I wavered a bit in 2020. And praise God, I had some mighty men and women of God that through generation after generation after generation have been molded and shaped, that they didn't just start fresh. There was a double portion blessing on each generation that would lead through the storms of life. And, and you and I were reaping the benefits of the generations and generations and the little ones are going to see watch what God does in their life when they've been molded and shaped watch watch what the young uh, adults and the kids and and that's I, I I can't help but think of all the children that are in the in the super church at the river all of them are being taught the Word of God that when they're old, they'll not depart from it. They'll recognize when God's doing something. Not like these people that kept sinning. There's a distinction being made in 2020 that we would grow, church. That, that our faith would be tested. There were some that were here, but they were not with us. <laughs> ah, I get all excited. But nevertheless, they flattered him with their mouth. You see, it's one thing to say you love God. It's another thing to say that you serve God. But you'll be known by your fruit and your actions thereof. Remember what I said on Sunday that love is an action. I can say I love these two all you want. You can say you love me all you want. But let me see the actions behind it. Let me see the support, because here at the river, you're going to find people that support one another and truly love one another and, and come aside one another through 2020. We're here, we're still here, and we're going to be there in 2021. Some churches shut down in 2020. 
Some churches had, had no methods to reach people. But God gave a vision and a plan to our audiovisual team and pastors and our, our dear sister that set up things long before. How did they know? And we were still able to minister to you watching on the broadcast. It's because of their faithfulness that you're being blessed today. It's by their faithfulness and standing strong and love for you that you're still getting this broadcast, that you got the broadcast even during the darkest of times this spring. That's worthy of praise. That's worthy of praise. God did a marvelous work that we could still stay connected and used people. There's some churches that fell apart. There's churches right now that are falling apart because they have no means of staying together and fellowshipping with one another. But not here. Isn't that awesome? That's, that's marvelous and miraculous works that God would have that set up in a church. And we sat here and we didn't think much of it until it all came to pass. And like, aha, my eyes have been opened. 2020. You see, it's more than just flattering with their mouth. We, we don't want to be just flattering with our mouth. We want to put our love for God in action. Not only for each other, but for God himself. That when he does something, that we recognize it. And they lied to him with their tongue. Remember I told you on, on Sunday that there's some that are going in the way of Herod? They say they're for you, but they're not really for you. If 2020 showed us anything, we learned those that really were on your side and ones that were playing. Come on. Hello? They, they lied. They're going to give an account. If you're watching, repent and turn and get back in the house. We still love you. We want to see you. I don't know where this broadcast, this may be on a pod beam five years from now, and somebody says, you know, I used to go there. Get back. Come back to the river where you're loved. But look, it says they lied to him with their tongue. For their heart, in verse 37, was not steadfast for him. How many of you heard me half the year on Psalm 51? If I've learned anything in 2020 is that I need to have a steadfastness for God. Don't waver. Don't, you know, it's, how do I be gentle with this? It can, it can be too easy to get too comfortable in the good times. Don't let us be people that only pray in the bad times and give thanks and have our grocery list. Because when things get real good, it's real easy to get back comfortable and say, ah, I'm okay, I don't need God right now. And then we find ourselves going through a season. I want to stay steadfast with Him. Nor were they faithful in His covenant. And that's sad. All the people in this county along that God has blessed them and they're not faithful in His covenant. Why? Praise God for you. you. You've been faithful. 
But what about all the people in this land that God has been so good to them, they've taken Him for granted, they've lied with their lips, they think that God isn't watching, they think that God isn't see. God has provided for you all year. Where is your faithfulness now to God? Right? Ministers that have helped people. We've given up time for people. We've given up things that we really wanted to do. We've, we've given up family time. Why? Because we want to do it for people. Listen, let me tell you what. I got smarter in 2020. I'm going to be able to tell through the leading of the Holy Spirit of those that are on the Lord's side and who are not. Because I don't have time to waste anymore. And my family needs me. And your family needs me. And I need you. Amen? And in saying all that, let's look at the love of God. These people, their heart was not steadfast. They were not faithful. But look in verse 38. But He, capital H, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity. Can I tell you that no matter what you've done, no matter how far you've drifted, no matter how far you think you've backslid or how far you've, you've, you've went away from the Lord and maybe you said that there would be a commitment that, that I would give my commitment in 2020 to the Lord, that I would, I would be submitted to Him in 2020. If that's you... Let me tell you, the love of God is still more powerful than you are. That He's still willing to forgive your iniquity. No matter what we had problems in 2020, the love of God and the power of God through the shedding of His blood, we talked about on Sunday, that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Jesus came, He lived a life, a sinless life, he died, he paid that price that you and I couldn't pay. And he's full of compassion and love because you know what? This same thing I did for most of my life. God was with me the whole time, just like he was with you, but we didn't recognize him, did he? So, so I'm going to spin this now because, because so many people we can look at today that don't, but really... That was us years ago before we gave our heart to the Lord. Because I've recently learned that God has been with me the whole time and saw me in my iniquity. He saw me in my, my time where He provided for me and I didn't give Him thanks. He was with me when, when, when I had an accident and protected me. Are you here? You see, this... this paints a picture of those people, but this picture is also painted of this guy for half of his life. Because I didn't give God praise. I didn't, I didn't have that true love of God, that conversion that says, for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I had that false lips where, where He provided for me all the time, and I had a roof over my head, and, and I had all these things, but yet I still sinned each week. But it's through the love of God. You see how I spun all this? It, it's okay. I know it took a while to get there. 
But each one of us, when we understand the true love of God, that he gave his life for us because we were these people. Unless you were born at one or two years old and lived your life just pure as can be, all of us did a lot of living before we got, uh, got saved. Right? But he being full of compassion forgave their iniquity. He forgave my iniquity. He was there the whole time just like he was there with you all the whole time. But see, you and I were running from him. He says, but he being full of compassion forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Yes, many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a breath that passes away and does not come again. That was us. That People say, well, God is love. Well, he sees us all the time, every time, 24-7. We've all fallen short. In 2020, I would venture to say that every one of us fell short at some point in time. So guess what? You're not alone. There's no singling out here because we're all in the same boat. We're all in need of the love of the Father. We're all in need of that compassion to forgive. Amen, church? He's a mighty and wonderful God. And if I can close with this in this teaching, because in 2021, I'd like for you to get a hold of this. Jesus spoke of this. And... Um, I want you to get a hold of this teaching because it, it's so important as we talk about love that in Deuteronomy chapter 6 as we share the greatest commandment and let this, let this stir in you at the end of this year. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. You shall love the Lord your God with how much of your heart? All, all of your heart. With all your soul and with all your strength. Mm -hmm. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Listen, if this if this if this book gets taken away from you, if your mobile device gets taken away from you and you can't look up scriptures anymore. Let this scripture be on your heart today as we leave 2020. Mm -hmm. That you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. You see, this is part of the goal. This is the mission. Everything you do from here on out, is it in line with the Lord or is it not? You see, because in my life, I was like those people we talked to. I didn't have the true love of God in my heart. And I have to use this as my balance from now on 
Jesus spoke of this in, in, in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, and he spoke about it in Luke chapter 10, verse 27. He says, You shall, and these words which I command you, they shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Love the Lord. Love the Lord. Which direction should I go? Which path should I take? Is it in line with the word? Love the Lord your God. With all your heart. Not up here. Right here. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. You may not always get to come to church. You may not always have a pastor readily available. You may be going through a season where you can't get to your mobile device. But you can put this on your heart. You can instill this to the next generation. Because if you get this right, you might be able to navigate the waters a little better than this guy who spent the first half of his life not using this. Because I wasn't taught this. Hello? Mm. You shall talk to them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way. When you lie down and when you rise up. So in other words, when you lay down at night, when you get up. In your walk every day, teach them, show them, show the next generation, leave a legacy. Come on. Because someone left a legacy, my child's blessed because a man taught his children in the way they should go. Mm. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Get it in here. As you go into 2021, quit this. God is love and make an exception stuff. Quit this. Whatever goes, God will do this and do that. Quit that. Putting your faith in men. Putting your faith in jobs. Putting your faith in material things. Put your faith in Lord, the God who heals. Put your faith in the Lord, God who is your provider. Put your faith in the Lord, thy God who is your fighter, your protector, your way maker. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And remember that as you go forward. It's a teaching that I've not heard in a long time. And it's, Jesus says it's the greatest commandment. And if you use this as your ballast, if you use this as your guideline, it might help you make some decisions better in 2021. It, it, it shows where our heart is and where our heart was in 2020. And I should have read this at the beginning of 2020 and maybe things would have went better. But I'm stronger now than when I entered 2020. I'm stronger going into 2021 than when I was in 2020. 
Was it tough? Were there battles? Yes. But my faith is stronger in the Lord. My hope is stronger. My peace is better. My joy is greater. My love for the Lord is greater. My love for my family is greater. My love for the Lord is greater. So if it took the storm to get me in line with the Word, I'm better for it. If it took persecution to get me in line with His Word, so be it. If it took some suffering along the way, oh, no one wants to talk about that. I just want flowers and carnations and daisies and roses. But when we go through trials and tests, things get purified like by fire. And the impurities get burned off. And you find yourself in 2020 a man in the Word. Let your light shine before men that your Father in Heaven may be glorified. Even in 2020, I'm still going to glorify the Father. I'm still going to let the love of God shine forth through storms, through rejection, through suffering, through lying, through denial, through junk, through diseases, through pestilence. I still love the Lord. And I pray that you would love the Lord, that you would turn your hearts to the Lord. You would understand that He's still in the forgiving business. That, that you've not gone too far. If I'm reading your mail... He still moves with compassion. Yes, if that's been you in 2021 where you've, where you've fainted, you've lost heart, you've, you've slid back, come on. Come on. Know that our Lord is gracious and merciful. He's, he's the kindest of kindness. He's merciful, God. Then He'll forgive us our iniquity if we will come to Him if we will lay it all down, if we would surrender all, if we would draw a line in the sand and say, listen, I've got to surrender and give it to Him. If that's you, give us a call. We want to help you. We want to see you this Sunday at 10 a.m. and start your year off better than 2020. Make it a reset. Decide tonight. You're hearing this message. Make it your choice to say, I've got to get back to the Father's house. I've got to make a choice for Jesus. Now's the time to choose life and life more abundantly. God bless you. See you next time. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to us here at the River, you can email us at study at riverwc, all one word, Dot org. Again, that's email to study at riverwc.org. God bless you.